Oh, yeah. yeah. So, cheers, brother. Cheers, brother. Episode 97 of That Metal Podcast. Oh. Mmm. Tastes so sweet on the lips. Right? So, Shiner Buck, some good old Texas beer. Um, well, German, Texas German yep. beer, whatever. Prost. Yeah. All right. So, how have you been, dude? Good, man. You? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I mean, it's getting back to work, you know, kind of getting used to it, walking around a lot. The mojo. Yeah, man. So, I've been doing good. I actually had a, a nasty allergic reaction last week. Oh. So, uh, like, I got, like, really nasty hives. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was pretty gross. But then, uh, you know. Benadryl, bro. They hooked Dude, I had, okay. <laughs> this is funny because, like, I took, I took two, is it Zyrtec? Yeah, Zyrtec. So, I took two Zyrtec because it was bad. Like, everything except for my face was getting covered. A lot, mother. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would say I was, like, a good 90, 90% coverage. It was pretty, pretty, pretty gnarly, man. So then I was like freaking the fuck out because you're like seeing your body, you're, you look like a fucking leper and shit, you know? <laughs> you know? So I'm like, this isn't cool. So I took a, a Xanax to, to settle out, to settle down. So when I went to the doctor and I was like, hey man, this happened. I'm itchy. That sucked, you know? Yeah. So they hooked me up with like some weird, something that's three times more powerful than Benadryl. Holy crap. That knocked me on my ass, dude. That shit not okay. So that that was so strong that I felt it for like almost two days. Damn. Yeah, I was groggy. Was it borderline narcotic? Yeah. Was, actually, people use it for um, like instead of Xanax. Yeah, they yeah. can use it for that too. Oh wow. So it's it treats uh itching. Multi multi. Yeah. So it treats that major itching and and uh, like if you like if you have an anxiety use. attacks. Wow. So it's pretty strong. Uh, so now I'm I'm kind of happy that you know because in. I mean, if you think about it, that's pretty much what I did with, with the Zyrtec and the yeah, Xanax. And the Xanax. It's the same shit. Yeah, you just you just got one medication that combined both. Exactly. So. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird time, but now we're good. That's good, man. I'm glad you're good. Thank you. So, today's episode, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna combine a couple of ideas. We're gonna talk about, I would say, underrated gems, underrated bands that we, we enjoy. enjoy. Yeah. That are, I think, because I've done several episodes of this already. We did overrated and a lot of people got mad, <laughs> which is fine. Trigger warning. It's okay. Nah, this one's not a trigger no, warning. No, not this one, but, oh, the, <laughs> but the overrated, one, yeah. Yeah, I think I did it like, I think I said it three times or four times. <laughs> like, trigger warning, like, is might, you know, ruffle some feathers. And give so, some people some highs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, all the stress. Uh, so yeah, uh, this one's going to be underrated bands that we enjoy. Uh, I, I call it underrated gems. Hopefully you enjoy them. Um, you know, I don't know. They're, these are bands that people are already know anyways. They do, but I don't think they get the love and recognition they that's, deserve. Exactly. I think that's what really, what it comes down to. Right. So we're going to do that and now it's going to be sort of quick and then we're going to get into noteworthy Canadian metal bands, bands that we feel... Um, I think are what what a lot of people when they think about Canada and Canadian metal, they're they, some of these bands might come to mind. Yeah, they're they're uh, uh what do you call it a staple? Yeah, they're a, a staple lot of, of Canadian bands. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. So uh, one of the first things that I wanted to talk about is uh, some of the news that uh, we'll get to what we've been listening to in a moment, right? Right. But what one of the things that I've uh, noticed since Megadeth on, Megadeth is on tour right now, right? 
I wanted to bring up the fact that, uh, well, you know, they got rid of Dave Jr. Yeah. And then they brought in another bassist. Uh-huh. Uh, a few episodes ago, we were talking about it. I was talking about it with, actually, with uh, Manny. And we are saying, hey, he's like, who do you think is going to take over? And I said, I think it's going to be James Lomenzo because he filled in when Dave left the first time. Oh, okay. Uh, in, like, early 2000s, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. So, and sure enough, he came in. He's on board because I, I feel like he'd be, he was the most logical choice, dude. Yeah, because he, he... He already knew some yeah. of the songs, right? Yeah. And if you look at the set list... It's pretty he, much all the stuff he was already It's doing. old school shit. Yeah. I saw the set list, and I think there's maybe two new songs. Oh, wow. So, uh, if, I'm not going to say any of them. I'm not going to name it, because there's some people who would like to be surprised. Yeah, of course. But, you know, I saw, you know, somebody put a playlist, and I was like, you know what? That's a cool playlist. I, I, I think it's... Uh, for everybody? For everybody. Yeah, for sure. But I think it made sense, because it's like, he just came in, he's probably rehearsing... What kind of playlist are you going to put on? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he, I don't know if he's going to be permanent or if they're going to hire him uh, as a permanent after the tour or are they just going to find a permanent after the tour. This might be his uh, what do you call it, audition? It's, yeah, this might be his chance right this here. Might dude. be his chance to yeah to finally become a, a part yeah. of Megadeth. So like officially, officially, in yeah. That, in that in that regard, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, right now, again, we'll, the last we'll we'll move the topic to of music. Okay. What we've been listening to for last. Uh, so we've, <laughs> if a lot of you've been paying attention to the news, <laughs> you've seen that uh, Danny Filth was all about wanting to really uh, collaborate with Ed Sheeran on making a, a black metal project of sorts, or maybe death metal project, whatever. Right. Whatever they could uh, muster up. Um, you know, initially I had said that it was kind of like a money grab for, for Denny Filth, but apparently it's going to be, uh, uh, any proceeds are going to be given to a charity. So not, not 100% uh, a money grab. <laughs> right. But Denny Filth is not a fucking idiot. No. He's probably going to do this for publicity. There's a tour going on later this year. Yes. Uh, and so I could, I could bet that this is going to coincide with the tour and the, the tour. album and all that shit, right? So it's it's marketing, I think, at its best. Uh, how, which way to get yourself out there to people who have never heard you than to put, you know, that freckled face, redheaded boy, <laughs> you know, and put him out there and see what happens. See you know, happens. I, I feel like it's gonna be, like, I don't even want to say that. I feel like it's gonna be. Oh, I can't wait to see. I know it's already gonna suck. Yeah. I can tell you 100%. I just want to see how bad it sucks. Right. Now <laughs> I want to see that train wreck. I, yeah, exactly. I want to see. I'm just curious now to see how bad it sucks. Yeah. Because it could be <laughs> it could be majestic as fuck, but it's like, yeah, but it's insurance. Yeah. Like, it's still going to be like that. You know There's still I mean? that little black but, cloud hanging over yeah, it. Yeah, that little asterisk yeah. on the side. And it's like, yeah, but... Uh, and then it's like, all right. But, I mean, it makes sense. He's, he's a fucking... I'd find it funny, though, because yeah. it's going to piss off two types of fans. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Metal fans and his fans. They're going to probably be like, what the hell is this guy thinking? Why would he even do that? That's so yeah. ugly. He writes his beautiful music. Yada, yada. People are... And then I mean, we're from gonna, each side. From each, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> from each side. Our side's going to be like, what the hell is this redheaded stepchild and shit? Yeah, like, what, what, what are you doing with... What Doesn't that doing? guy sing music about breaking up with girls and then kissing him under the rain I, or some I, shit? I don't even know, man. <laughs> but I think he's... Ed Sheeran's going to get the the worst of both worlds. 
He's gonna yeah. get attacked by his fans and by by the metal, metal community. Yeah, I think so too. Or who knows? A lot of I've I've seen like a lot of uh, sites put it up and excuse me, they've been kind of supportive of it, which is fine. But like you yeah. said, there's gonna be an asterisk. No matter how cool, it's still like eh. the issue lies in that if this is gonna be outsider music, what what the fuck then? Yeah, you're you're letting you're trying to let this other element, uh, another person in from another genre of music who doesn't even belong in this in the heavy metal world. To me, it's bizarre as it is. It is, and not only that, they're trying to fucking. You know, I think Danny Filth, for sure, probably, would love for it to be regulated where it's normal for everybody to be listening to this kind of music. I, I feel like... That's... But if that's the case, then... I don't know. I mean, it's like everybody went through shit through in high school. Yeah. Getting bullied and beat up and shit just for liking different music and everything. So yeah. it's like, whatever, dude. I feel like this is the last bastion of, like, true musical freedom. And when they're going to start mixing it up like this... I feel like I really hope it doesn't go further in because there's already what is it is it Lordy not Lordy what's the name um Poppy ugh yeah Poppy's already there doing that yeah Um, she is there's other artists I forgot that are starting to step into this world but they're not all they do is they're mixing EDM with some metal riffs and that's metal, it yeah. and it's not real like that's why like it's, they're cosplaying metal exactly and that's why i give a little bit more respect even though they still kind of suck but they are a little bit more respect to like bad like baby metal at least they're doing something right right <laughs> at least you know what i mean they have a badass backing band and they're they're kind of annoying but it's <laughs> it's, it's whatever dude at least that's heavy metal dude yes yes they're not uh, trying to pretend to be pop artists coming in and trying to do metal yeah. and stuff you know i i it's, it's they're like staying a, in their lane yeah they're staying in their lane it's kind of like a um, i don't know it's you know japanese metal tends to be a little strange sometimes and yeah the kawaii of, scene where they all yeah. dress like girls where they're yeah. dressed very androgynous Right. But they can play some of the most brutal shit you've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think Grey. there is a group that does that. Yeah, during that guy, That guy that plays with a little schoolgirl, Japanese schoolgirl outfit. Oh, yeah. That dude? That dude, the white guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot their name. Yeah. But yeah, he it's, does It's it. almost, it's like another baby metal. Yeah. Yeah. Clunk, right? Because it's him and then I think all the girls are yeah. young and they play the instruments. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, it's not weird, but it is weird. <laughs> it's kind of But trippy. it's like, it's, it's Japanese. Yeah. Right? And it's, I mean, that's a whole different scene, and it's already, you know, I don't know, mixing, mixing. I feel like it's going to be terrible. But, like you said, let's wait to see when it comes out so we can laugh at it. Yeah. Collectively. So, I mean, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be like, damn, I gotta eat my words. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, so far we've been pretty... Like with the Tool album, I didn't really like it. A lot of different things. Right. But at least I try. I'll, we'll, at least we're going to try it. We always try before we destroy it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's important. Um, so, on a sad note, uh, I believe it was, it might have been from COVID complications. We had uh, Eric Wagner from Trouble and The Skull. He passed away uh, today, the 23rd. Um, or it would have been last night, the 22nd of August. And that sucks because, uh, you know, it's one of the OGs of, of, you know, Doom. Uh, I believe they're Chicago based. Oh, okay. Um, so it sucks because, uh, 
had a fucking amazing voice. Uh, and for real, man, a lot of people, like, that's, like, their band. A lot of old school really? metalheads that are a little older. Like, they really love Trouble, and it's a great band. You know, it sucks that he had to, to pass away. succumb to the fucking COVID, man. Damn, R.I.P., man. So, rest in peace. Rest Here's in a peace. drink to him. Yes, sir. So with um, new music that's been coming out, mm-hmm. the new Iron Maiden single came out, Stratego. 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 Much better than oh, yeah. <laughs> Writing on the Wall. Yep. Much better. Standard, I think, straightforward galloping. Yep. Really, really. Had a Fear of the Dark kind of. Yeah. There's a, I was trying to like find the where you know what I mean yeah like where does this sound familiar where does this what is what does it sound like what does it remind me of uh so I'm very happy with that one so it's kind of like all right you know they're, they're it's back yeah it's, they're it's it's Iron Maiden you know what I mean so they're never gonna go outside the box that much I don't think so <laughs> I think I they've think found so. their sound they're happy with it yeah um so I'm, I'm I'm cool with that I can't wait to see you know I don't know if they're new what is it what is a new album coming out uh actually I think I have it right here man because I was just listening to it yeah uh, it is due out on September 3rd. Oh, shit. Yeah. So next Friday, no? Next, yeah. Next Friday. Not this one, but the next. I don't cool. care what anybody says, man. That is a sick-ass album cover. Oh, with Eddie? Yeah. Samurai Eddie? Samurai Eddie? Yeah, dude. That shit is sick. Yeah, it's pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, uh, it'd be funny, like, if there's some dude who gets, like, every iteration of Eddie. Oh, my God. Tattooed. And he's I like, have a lot of skin. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, God damn it, there's another one. <laughs> Stop it already. I don't have any more skin. <laughs> he's got the baldest end and put it on top. I know, right? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but one of the major releases this week, Death Heaven, um, you had, we had been talking about it. Uh, you had been really listening to the Oh, my God, bro. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. You know... I was all about it, and so it's called Infinite Granite. Infinite Granite, uh-huh. Um, pleasantly surprised, like, uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, when you told me to listen to that podcast. Uh, yeah, the one he released. Yeah. The, uh, it was about a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago, uh-huh. Is it the, the first podcast, the last podcast? What is the it first podcast or something? The name, right? Yeah, it's called The First Podcast. Uh, so when... Who was it? The guitarist that went on board? He did the he did he was the guest on that. Podcast? No, it was actually George, the singer. Okay, so he was on he was on okay. that podcast. Okay, uh-huh. so he was the, it was the singer. So I think you were saying that there might have been talks that he was gonna stray from the vocals. Yeah, from- the way he made it kind of seem on that podcast was that he felt like he was not progressing with the band, and. Even the guy who interviewed him was kind of like, so are you done? He's like, ah, you know what, man? I don't... Like, he was kind of going around it. Yeah. And I guess it was more of a surprise because people had heard uh, the, the two singles that released... Uh, released oh, three. Uh, the Gnashing in the Blur and uh, The Great Mass of Color. And I think in The Great Mass of Color at the end, he does like a small little scream. Yeah. And that's it. And people were like, oh, okay, well, there's that. And then when they interviewed him, he was like, eh, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of trying to progress with the band. And I don't know. You know, we we might do it. You never know. He's like, 
And like I think at the end of the podcast, he even said he's like, "You never know. Yeah, something might happen, and I get it. You know, something could trigger me to go back to it. Right. But he fucking swerved. The I mean, after listening to that podcast, he kind of swerved because a couple couple songs on that album were, well, the last one was very Death Heavenish. Like I mean, yeah, straight yeah. up. Yeah, and I I think like with this entire. I would say the entirety of this album for Infinite Granite, um, anyone into real, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say eighties goth, but eighties cure, cure, uh, the Depeche mode, mode, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, shit like that from that time. And I mean, in, in some other probably, uh, goth bands too. Yeah. I mean, Zymox, I mean, is it Clan of Zymox? Yeah. There's a lot of different bands that are from, that, that were out during that time. Right. That these guys have kind of like similarity, uh, you know, there's similarities to it, but it's all deaf heaven either way. Yeah, like it's it's basically that with I will say in a splash of Alcest. Alcest, yeah, uh, a really small splash of that, and and you get a uh, a fucking fantastic album. I it think. is. Um, this is the one that you know I had heard a couple of, like during the singles, right? Right, right. But I was like, most of the time I get upset because like I just want the whole thing. Yes. So I just wait for the whole thing to come yeah. out. Um. And yesterday I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I must start checking it out then. Uh, and I was like, yeah, this is really, really, really fucking good, man. Of course, you know, if it's people who are not into uh, anything mellow, yeah. If you're not into that, as you're probably not gonna like this album. Uh, so it's not gonna be. It's not your traditional death heaven. That's for no. fucking sure. No. I like I t- like explained it to you. It's death heaven's dreamy parts without yeah. the aggression. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Well, on yeah. some songs. There's some, so there's some it's more It's more shoegazy. Yes. Uh, so it's great. I mean, I liked it. Um, but if you like <laughs> Old School Death Heaven, the last song on that album, Mombasa, is as, oh, yeah. is as fucking it's Death Heaven as it gets. Yeah, that's pretty good right there. Standard. And um, like I say, I, I even thought his vocals were different. His uh, his screams yeah. and his black. Yeah. Like I told you, it was almost borderline Ishan. Like, I mean, it was... They were different. They weren't yeah. his typical... The way he sounded. I was even yeah. like, damn. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, it, it, it's, it seems to me like it's a very much more an emotional album. Yes. When you listen to it, there's more yeah, of that there is. to it. And, and, it, and it, it's... I don't know, man. So, I, I feel like this is also a... a, a making uh, Making Out album. It's it's and something, bro. Because slash fucking, you know. Because this album has it all. There's yeah. there's sad songs. Yeah. There's actually some songs that if you really dig deep into them and you listen to them, they're actually like good good yeah. times. But there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt in this album. I feel. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he likes dogs for some reason in this album. Yeah. There's uh, Rottweilers and Dobermans <laughs> and those a majority of his lyrics on this one. Yeah. And it's weird. I mean, what is that supposed to be? The sun or something? What is that? The cover art? Do you know? I really don't know what I... Because if you really... <clears throat> if you look on there... When they started releasing the promotional material for it... Yeah. Even like the Death Heaven was like 70s kind of writing. With the bubble writing. Oh, yeah. So I was like, maybe... Maybe that's where they were going. Ch- right. Taking a little bit of 70s, 80s, 90s. Mixing it all into one. And You know, I feel like people who were major... Def Heaven fans are getting upset. Oh, maybe God, with this album. Dude. Probably the way I got upset. I'm not sure if you were the same with Opeth when they. Oh yeah, when they, they did it. away with the, no more growling, no more growls. <laughs> and it went straight. Prog, prog, you know, yeah. like 70s prog. Uh, 
That was a huge gloomy. fucking change. Yeah, that was a huge change. It was. This is... I don't think it's so much a big change. I just think they took out some of the aggressive parts, made it a, a, a clean, a, uh, enjoyable album. Yeah. And that's really it. It's still Death Heaven, dude. Yeah. Like, I... I like I said, there's just not that much aggression unless you listen to the last track. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and but if if you're open minded and you've already been on this train ride with Death Heaven who have fucking changed like a motherfucker. Yeah. Then give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Listen to because I was the um was like fuck man. After hearing those singles, I'm like eh. Mm-hmm. But from fucking the first uh, yeah, track yeah. Shell Star to the yeah. uh, last one, I'm like holy shit. I thought it was shit. an easy listen. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it and it's like, and I was tripping out. It's a fifty-four minute album. Damn, are you serious? Yeah, dude, that's what I was like. like it. It, it just it flowed. <laughs> yeah, and not that's one song cool. did I skip. Yeah, so I definitely recommend if don't be close-minded, listen to it because yeah. you might end up falling in love as bad as I did. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Other albums came out that I was excited for is uh, uh, Wolves in the Throne Room. Primordial Arcana. Oh, yeah. Typical good shit. Yeah. And the one that I was really surprised was good fucking straight power metal, heavy metal. War Kings. Uh, oh, War Kings are fucking bad. Hell dude, yeah. That, the new one, uh, Revolution, dude, it's great. Is man. it? Okay, I yeah. got it. I was so enamored this week with Colors yeah. 2. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And fucking Infinite Granite. That Yeah. So, yeah, also, between the Baird and me released Colors 2, which I got. I've only checked out a few tracks. Sounds good. It's it is good. Yeah. Uh, a lot. I even heard people... Uh, on some of the message boards on Facebook say that they think it's better than Colors 1. It's not. I don't... Okay. No, it's not. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. It, it's fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. And if you like... <laughs> there's a song in there where they do that... Oh, yeah. The Shaka Khan shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I did the 30 second rewind. I'm like... That's you know, and it, fucking it's fucking funny, like, dude. It's like a blast beat. It's like, what the fuck? I was like, Yeah, dude. It's a good album. Yeah. It's not better than Colors 1. Okay. No. But it's actually better than the last stuff that came out. Okay. So, way better. It's about as good as the Great Misdirect around there. Between yeah. the Colors and... Yeah. They're good, though. Great fucking album. My wife liked it. Yeah. That's great, it to man. Her. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, those, those besides the stuff that we're going to be talking about today is what I've been checking out. Right. Um, what else? Yeah, those are pretty much the bands that I've been talking about, like listening to, which in a moment we're going to get into our underrated, and then after that we're going to get into our, um, some Canadian metal bands, uh, which actually let's, uh, let me see what's on schedule here. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm, I'm ready, if you're ready for the uh, underrated bands, we'll take turns. I'm, I'm ready to go with the underrated, man. You can right. go first, bro. All right. So, the first band that I'm going to talk about is Witchery. Um, Witchery is, I believe, is Swedish. A Swedish band. Let me double check. Uh, Hold on. So, yeah. So, they're a Swedish band. Um, So, these guys formed way back when in... I believe 97, dude. Oh, wow. So they've been around for a while. Um, actually, their bass player that's in that is also the bass player for uh, the Night Flight Orchestra. Oh, damn. <laughs> so they have, yeah, they, they, they had a lot of good stuff. For, for me, their first 
three albums are where it's at. Mm. Uh, I'll be honest with you. That's what I really liked. Uh, Restless and Dead. Okay. Dead, Hot and Ready, and Symphony for the Devil. Those are the albums that I enjoyed the most. Uh, you're look, you're you're, because <laughs> it's like so tongue in cheek. Uh, like. The album covers like him in a graveyard, the little skeleton. <laughs> that was cool. It kind of reminds me of Return of the Living Dead a little bit, <laughs> you know. So fucking. Uh, but it's cool because like it's it's kind of like thrashy death metal, oh, uh, nice. you know, with a Swedish twist to it. You know, t- so it's really because the Swedes make everything better. Hell yeah, dude! So <laughs> I'm, I'm very very much. Gr- it, they're kind of like touted or whatever they're said as a as a super group. Oh, uh, of sorts, which I don't know if that's entirely true. I mean, it depends on how you see that, but for sure, uh, Dead Hot and Ready, great album, Restless and Dead. I believe some of those songs that I had heard, uh, man, what was it? It was probably, I think it was a, a, a compilation released by Metal Blade and someone else. And I think they were called Blackened. Oh, wow. The series was called Blackened. All the little... Uh, uh, those compilations he did. Yeah, right? and it yeah. was just all like... Uh, Baphomet it had like the... The the star. The, the pentagram. The pentagram. It oh, just had that okay. on it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my first band was Witchery. And honestly, if you're going to check anything out, I would check out the first two albums. Um, the first three albums, I'm sorry. Restless and Dead. Dead, Hot, and Ready, Symphony for the Devil. If you like, if you want a little bit of a change of scenery, or if you like thrash, thrashy death metal. Oh, okay. I'll check them out. The name sounds familiar, so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so my my uh, first band is uh, Blood Incantation. Okay. They're uh, they're from Denver. They're uh, they're like a, they're death metal. With they're, some psychedelic shit in yeah, them yeah, about interdimensional space beings yeah, and yeah. Uh, super fucking heavy. Yeah, they're fucking crazy. They're dude. crazy. I mean, some of their songs are 10, 15 minutes long, have very different changes into them. Um, yeah, it always reminded me of like, the changes always reminded me of like Opeth, like and in terms of weirdness. Weirdness, yeah. Yeah, yeah they not one song sounds like it's gonna be normal i mean they yeah. start off weird they, as fuck they don't sound like opeth i'm not saying that no know, no yeah, yeah, yeah for no. people to like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> no they don't sound like opeth i'm just saying they're changes they change. yeah, yeah they're just so weird and they yeah. incorporate so many so many different styles like i said they do a lot of psychedelic yeah. shit a lot of um there's even some uh techno not te- um uh, symphonic electronics symphonic. and stuff like that i mean they're from denver dude they're probably Fucking smoking, smoking it up, out dude. of their asses, yeah, man. Dude. And you look at them, and they 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 they, they look like normal dudes. <laughs> Holy shit, they do. One that has one with like a skullet. <laughs> yeah, they look like normal fucking guys. Yeah, they just normal dudes. They're almost like geeky looking. Yeah. Well, I mean that's metal. Yeah. In general. <laughs> but um, that's metal in general. <laughs> I definitely rec- uh, they only have two albums and then okay. one EP. Yeah. Uh, Star Spawn is probably the the. Uh, Best one to start off with, and then, and then a hidden history of the human race, and then if you want, you can go into their uh, EP interdimensional uh, extraction, uh, extinction. Yeah. Um, yeah, we placed their one of their last the, the human race. Yeah. The history, the uh, hidden history of human yeah. race. Two thousand nineteen was in our yeah top albums of that year. Yeah, I so 
Yeah, so they're stuff. they're cool. Yeah, and they're not. Just, you know, you hear blood incantation, you're like, oh, they're probably about Satan. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all about space and aliens and so. smoking it up and smoking it up. So I I like that. Yeah, I love that the cover too for the fucking aliens is like yeah, he's just an old school alien. Yeah, it's yeah. just so fucking weird. And you and what's funny is like the the logo indicates some sort of like brutal slam, slam death, death metal, metal and it's not no like, it's like fucking weird it's just so good old heavy death metal yeah with some uh intergalactic <clears throat> tones yeah so go for it, man you're next all right so my next band is the crown dude so the crown is also another swedish band uh these guys are on fucking steroids they're just fucking full speed all the time um uh, uh initially they were called crown of thorns but they changed their name so they do put a little bit of melodic um melodies in there so it's a little bit of melodic death metal um i think my my introduction to them was what was it i think it was i mean hold on let me find the album i think it was death race king no no it was crown and terror oh okay that album crown and terror uh, with the song, uh, Crowned in Terror. <laughs> it was also that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then, uh, then if you listen to, um, shit, what was it? I don't know if it was, there's like skateboarding videos or they were playing some sort of like, uh, extreme sports. There's a, there's a video of, of sorts. And they they were just putting them on in the background, like that skater skater diner section. It's kind of it's no no. I no, mean it's like it's uh, like uh, a like X Sports or what is it X X Games? Oh, the X Games. It's it was something like that, and it could have been uh, I don't you're, know. I think I know what you're talking. But about. But they were yeah. putting some of their music on there, and I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Who the fuck is that man? It's super badass, right? I really loved it. But yeah, these guys are super fucking fast. They released a new album, actually, uh, Royal, Destro- uh, Royal Destroyer this year. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. Uh, but for me, like, personally, my favorite album from them is Possessed 13. And I love Possessed 13 because it has almost like this uh, 50s, 40s uh, horror kind of theme. That's too with, fucking cool, man. With the girl. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? She's like, she Margaret. fell. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. That is cool. I like that. Uh, yeah. I, I highly recommend this album. Uh, so, if you guys are into, like, speedy fucking uh, death thrash, this is the fucking band for you. Especially if you like speed, man. This is a great band. Okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Check that out, too. So, my next band would be Leprous. Nice. They're from uh, Norway. Yeah. Um, great fucking band. Um, they're all over the place. Yeah. They're all over the place. They can get really heavy. They can get really mellow, uh, symphonic, non... I mean... And Super progressive. They're very progressive. Uh, they've been known to... Um, they've been inspired by bands like Porcupine Tree, uh, Pink Floyd, Behemoth, Massive Attack, Radiohead, and so on and so forth. Um, they're really... I, I saw that... Uh, uh, me and my daughter, actually, we were uh, driving home... And I had shown her that live at the Rockefeller, the leopard. Uh, oh, okay. The live, the yeah. live. Uh, we saw it on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, damn, dude, live, they're a fucking amazing band. Like I can't wait till they come to the states to see them. 
they're fucking intense. Like that's awesome. And even like their slower shit, he's still like fucking into it. Yeah. And what's cool is that his brother in law is Ishan from uh, Emperor. That's right. And they even yeah. have a song together. Yeah. But um, that's awesome. I don't think they get a a lot of love, man. I feel like sometimes they're kind of put in the back burner. But um, I would suggest people give them a chance. They're they're really good. I know their latest album. A lot of people didn't like. It's 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 uh. It's acoustic or it's, a, it's, it's not it's acoustic. A, it's just really mellow, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, I know it was a departure, right? It's 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 quite a departure. I think it comes out this Friday, the new album. But uh, the, so their newest album. Their newest album, yes. Okay. The one uh, that I was talking about was the one with the oh, Buddha. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The pitfalls. That, yeah. That's the one that I was talking about. Yeah, Pitfalls was okay. It's okay. I, I still like it. But the new one, uh, uh, Ophelian, uh, okay. that one, you can already tell that they've uh, the there's not that much aggression in it. There's a lot of uh, calm, calm songs. Yeah. Almost pop. Oh, shit. In a way. They're going uh, Stephen Wilson. Uh, something, dude, because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, they've only released... Three singles, so who knows? No, no, no. I mean, yeah, you're right. Could you know, you could, you could probably get a, a pretty good amount of aggressive songs in between that album. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But definitely, Leprous is a fucking great band to listen to. Uh, one of my little girl's favorite bands right now, actually. That's awesome. So, go for it, man. <clears throat> so, my next band is Old Man's Child. <laughs> I feel like they don't get the recognition that they should. They that They deserve because... Galder at one point just joined Dimu, Dimu yeah. and he was always just doing Dimu and he never did have time for himself. However, now he says that he's had time for himself. Uh, I believe there is a new album coming. Yeah. Hopefully by the end of the year. He showed a snippet. Right. He's yeah. had a couple. Uh, I'm really hoping we get something this year. If not early next year, I would be so fucking happy. But with these guys, I mean... Galder, I mean, he's the main man, dude. He's had all kinds of, of musicians on there. I think he even had Gene Hoagland at yes. one point. Um, he had him, I think, on uh, Ill-Natured Spiritual Invasion, I think. Um, but, I mean, it's cool because, like, albums like Revelation 666, a fucking great album, by the way. Hell yeah. My favorite one is uh, The Pagan Prosperity. I think that is a masterpiece album that I think people should not miss. Right. Uh, in Defiance of Existence. That's my favorite. Another great one. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite one. Fucking brutal. But, excuse me. Something more um, raw, black metal y, fast. I recommend the Pagan Prosperity. Yeah, Pagan Prosperity is better. Uh, it's not necessarily like heavy, chunky. No. But it's got a lot of cool melodies in it. It's got a lot of great. I don't know. It's like. I, I think it's, it's more catchy. of a groovy. Like a yeah, catchy, groovy it's album. It's really catchy. It's a great album. Um. And then, I think Revelation 666 is when they went more, um, I don't know, They everything kind of clicked. But yeah. they were still, the heaviest of, that, that I've seen them is after In Defiance of Existence. After that, they were just fucking flying, dude. Yeah. They were heavy as fuck after that. I think In Defiance of Existence is kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Both, uh, for them. Yeah. So, man, how long has it been? So they last released an album in 2009. Nine. Damn. All right. So it's been, it's been some time. Look, here it says, uh, in December 2019, Galder uh, reactivated 
the old man's child posting a video on the band's Facebook mm-hmm. showing work on a new old man's child material. That's awesome. So yeah, hopefully, man, because they're they're the shit. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're fucking great. Yeah, and then, and then it's cool because he's like he's like he's he kind of pumped new blood into Demio. I think he did. You know what I mean? When they got him, when they hired him, when they hired him, because he yeah. was in what uh, they hired him for. Is it spiritual? I think it was after now. For sure, it was before. Probably what was that song called? The, oh, um, damn it! <laughs> I'm a big fan. Of, I can't remember their fucking shit. super like fucking theatrical album. <laughs> uh, puritanical euphoric misanthropia. No. no, 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 no. Wait, let me double check though with. With him, which albums he's been on? I think he joined them. So yeah, that's when he joined them. Puritanical, right? Yeah, yeah Puritanical. Puritanical. Yeah. Damn. So I was thinking Death Cult Arm- Armageddon. That's right. Oh, my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> Not nah, just joking. Uh, <laughs> just joking. I do like it, but I mean, it's crazy because if you think about it, they had already done a lot of the good albums. And he joined, and he did Pure Tackle, which is another fucking great Yeah, that's, to me, that's their masterpiece. Yeah. Other than Spiritual Black uh, Dimensions. Spiritual Black Dimensions, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, oh, he's that's right. Along. And he was in Don Heimsgard. That's another good band. All right, that's cool, man. But, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, Old, yeah, Old My Child, man, I can't wait to see if they're what they got coming up. So. That's true. They don't get enough love from the, nah, man. the black metal community. Look for them. Hell, yeah. So my next one would be Anal Nakrath. Okay. Like, like that's how you fucking pronounce it. That's how I would. I mean, that's how I. Anal would Nakrath, right? Yeah, yeah. uh, they're from uh, Birmingham, England. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> they're, I think they're those dudes who like to like inflict pain on themselves. Yeah, them. they're like sadomasochists, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. <sighs> <laughs> they're they're out there. They can be really heavy. Uh, blast beat they some there's some uh, industrial in there they're industrial yeah. yeah um there's some songs that even borderline sound like strapping young lead oh okay cool but they just make it fucking blastier and shit yeah. and crazier and uh honestly i've asked a bunch of people like hey man you listen to these and they're like who the hell is that yeah. what the fuck like i'm like wow like they don't yeah i guess they're not really for everybody yeah but his vocals are amazing though, because he can do like power metal vocals and he can growl. Oh, nice! Yeah, he, it's uh, actually the, on this uh, on the last album in Darkment. Um, I think it's uh, yeah, in Darkment, he uh, he does like some power metal stuff, vocals and stuff. So okay, uh, again, they don't get enough love, and I think they should be uh, on everyone's playlist if you like cool. crazy extreme death metal, fucking progressive all <laughs> kinds of industrial but they're they're good man they're so funny. they're like slash with everything they're, i mean they're like everything like everything dude like they yeah. incorporate a lot of sounds into their music and i think that's what's, yeah. what's is it two dudes who is it yeah it's just two dudes and i think they have a backing band okay but they're the two main guys yeah. and i think they've been in uh was it another band yeah with uh Dave Hunt, I guess he was in a band called Benediction and Mistress. Oh, okay. And then uh, Irma Mater. That's, that's a death metal band. 
yeah, a born frost mistress, and so That's yeah, cool. they've been in a bunch of crazy. So yeah. Well, we're gonna go a little. We're gonna go very. Uh, what do you call it? Complete opposite. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> so we're uh, my next band is anti uh, anti matter. Uh, so. You know, he was uh, the founding ma- member is Duncan Patterson. So he actually used to be in Anathema, Anathema, uh, Anathema, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you're gonna get corrected no matter what yeah (laughs) so basically if you like anathema you will like antimatter bar none there's just no way about it um leaving eden planetary confinement uh those are fucking masterpieces i believe they might have done a single with um Uh uh-oh Oh boy. oh boy, you got, got another train coming. coming. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> and there he goes. Yeah. I believe they did a single with Oceans of Slumber, which are from Houston. Oh, wow. Um, recently. But I can't say anything more, man. Like, if you really love. That sort of, uh, you know, I know that NSM is probably not playing, they're not together anymore. Correct. This would be a great way to... To kind of fill that void. For sure, man. These guys are almost, like, uh, almost identical. I'm good right now. Um, almost identical to them. Damn. Um, different still music. I think these guys are a little bit more mellow. Anti-matter or anti-matter, whatever. Uh-huh. They're a little bit more mellow, but still, man, it's good shit. Cool. I recommend uh, starting with. Um, let me see. I'll recommend starting with either planetary confinement or leaving Eden, and then work your way work forward or backwards. Okay. Uh, it would be so you can jump into. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to go. I that's where I would start though. Okay. Because then you'd get the, the anathema vibes, and you're like, oh fuck yeah! Then uh. it'll kind of draw you in. Yeah, it's good, man. This guy's a, this. These guys definitely don't. Are probably very overshadowed by Anathema. So. Um, Excuse me. They're the B band. Mm-hmm. All right, so for me next is Conjurer. Uh, they're a uh, doom metal band from uh, England as well. Okay, I'm going English today, man. Yeah, no shit, man. Top of the moon. No, that's never mind. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, they're pretty uh, heavy. Yeah. They're uh... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, first song I ever heard from them was actually uh, Hadal and it's just heavy as fuck uh, uh, what do you call it there's a lot of uh, solos uh, a lot of instrumental parts in between real soft mellow and then boom punch you in the fucking face nice. again um, their live album uh, uh, Conjurer Auto Tree Li- uh, Audio Tree Live it's actually really fucking badass real heavy if you uh YouTube it. Yeah, I would definitely uh, give it a chance, and you can really see how how musically sound these guys are and precise. Oh wow! Okay. Um, they only have one album, but then they have a, a split EP, uh, split album with a uh, band called uh, Peen, P I J N, like Peen. Peen. Yeah, that's weird, man. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, Pinge. Pinge, I guess. Pinge. Pien. 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 That's a, actually a really cool album because that yeah. Pien band is more, they're, they're still rock, yeah. uh, metal-ish, but mixed in with uh, Conjurer, they do songs yeah. together and yeah. actually they they flow really good. That's cool. So, uh, Is it an actual split or are they just collaborate together? I think, yeah, it's, it's together. Well, yeah, it's a split because uh, they play two songs. Okay, so each one plays yeah, two. Yeah, they each one plays two songs. You know, yep. I'll be, I've never been a fan of splits. I fucking hate them. I, this one's actually pretty good. <laughs> I know I'm the same way, dude, because yeah. there's some splits that have come out, and I'm like, yeah. ah, why can't we have more of this band and yeah. this or that band? Exactly. I but um, I think that the first two are Conjure, and then one is Pien, and then Sunday, I believe, is both of them together. Fuck, that's cool, dude. So it's actually they're actually really good. Um, yeah. Typical, you know, doom metal, but with a little twist. They have uh, great solos. Uh, they have melody, like it's really, yeah, really pretty melodies. Are, and then boom. are they doom like uh, like Paradise Lost? Are they doom like um, more like uh, like Primitive Man? Okay, I don't know who that is. No. No. Uh, <laughs> Wow. That one I don't know. Uh, not primitive man. I would say more like, like are they droney? No. Okay. Yeah. If it's droney, it's like nah. I'm not no, gonna, no, I'm no, not no, even no. gonna pay attention. Kind of like that. That band some some nary, like, mal like melodic okay. and, and heavy. Okay. So kind of like that. I would even put them like almost like a little bit of Orange Goblin kind of thrown in there. Like fuzz. Yeah. But it's enjoyable though. It's not. Okay. It's not the like. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I I like Orange Cow. I like the old shit though. Yeah, they're old old shit yeah. is badass. But um, yeah. Uh, they don't like I said. They only have those two albums, but definitely uh, listen to Meyer. That album okay. is from start to finish badass. All right, orale, orale, your turn. All right, so <clears throat> this next band is a Florida death metal band. And even as such, I think they still go under people's radars. Uh, so Nocturnus is a great fucking band. They're a little weird because to me, they're they play death metal and they play death metal with like keyboards. Oh, nice! But not like symphonic, like nerdy shit and like Nintendo <laughs> like, keyboards, like like sci-fi. Oh, hell more yeah. sci-fi because if you look at their Album covers, like the key. Oh, it's so fucking sick. I love this fucking album cover, man. Dude, it's that so, is sick. It's so fucking cool, man. Um, Looks like a mix of the Predator and Terminator. And yeah, it's all weird, Xenomorph right? and... I, I like their... their the, the stuff that they, you know, come up with. So it's super sci-fi based. Um, and then the key is like a fucking concept album of... Some cyborg who's gonna fucking assassinate Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? What the hell? But it's like this. So this isn't necessarily like fucking just death metal, right? That's why I say there's keyboards, and it's it brings more atmosphere to the music and everything, the background and stuff. It's not really front centered. Um, background noise. Yeah. So we have Cam Lee of Massacre. He's doing the vocals on this one. Um, once you and if you listen to, let me see if I can find the other album. Uh, well, Cam Lee did some of the vocals. Mike Browning does most of the vocals. Actually, he's the drummer. So, 
But let me see if I can find Nocturnus's other stuff. No. When I when I had a where is it? Here is it. Ah, this is the album. So when they re that was released ninety. A couple of years later, they released Thresholds. That's the album to me that I find fucking awesome. Like it's super fucking majorly sci-fi. Dude, that's uh, fucking cool. <laughs> that, yeah, for sure. I mean, Arctic. I love Crypt. those colors, man. Yeah, that's yeah, but fucking pops, man. Yeah, no. and their fucking logo is badass. Fuck too, man. Oh, uh, nice. I believe they might have re. Uh, well, they had broken up, and I believe they got back together as a different name. I think it's Nocturnus AD. Oh, I believe that's what they did. Uh, but if you, uh, I think honestly, the key and thresholds, those are the only two albums you need, man. I, I, that's the only thing that I'd recommend. Okay. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. There's, and you won't fucking regret it. Um, super cool, fucking strange, you know. But again, even though they're from the Florida metal death metal scene, they're probably not. Uh, <laughs> they're not they were make... they were not like welcomed they, in. <laughs> I feel like they didn't get as huge as they could have been. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Like they could have really been a lot more bigger than that. Really? Yeah. Damn, I'm gonna check that out, man. That, that just that. Col the yeah. colors, bro. Because they're so weird, you know what I mean? But it's brutal still, so heavy. Hell yeah. All right, man. So um, my last band would be Derweg Inner Freiheit. They're okay. a German black metal band. Yeah. Um, what can I say about them? They're fucking badass. <laughs> uh, they're not really well known, of course. Um, and I feel like they should. I, and I think this next album that they're about to release, which comes out, I think, in uh, November 19th. Yeah. Um, they're trying to give it more publicity. They're trying to give it more publicity and okay. uh, uh, spread them out there more. Because they deserve to be heard by a lot of people. I think they're heavy as fuck. They're melodic. Um, I know there's a couple songs on their uh, album called Stellar. Uh, that uh, uh, It's called Let's See Sony. Yeah, there's a breakdown in there that's almost like a, like a dance part. <laughs> that's like, cool. Yeah, like almost jazzy. Uh, they're 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 pretty badass. Uh, I wish they would come to the states again too. Another band right. that I wish would come to the states. Uh, but um, albums that I really recommend, all of them. <laughs> that, they're all they're good, all, bro. Yeah, they're all fucking good. Even their <laughs> EPs are fucking good, except for the. Uh, this last one they released uh, the COVID nineteen sessions. It's just two two songs that they uh, recorded live. Oh okay. But uh, agony. Yeah. There's a post metal song in there. Oh wow. It's called Anna. <laughs> it's like a minute long, but it's really yeah. pretty. And then after <laughs> that, it gets all fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, but the albums I really, I mean, I recommend them all. But I do recommend uh, Stellar and um, and Finisterre. By, by any chance, do you know what their name means or anything? Or? It's something about freedom. Oh, okay. Actually, I have it right here because I just... It's... Uh, you wrote it down? Yeah, I did. Hold on. I got it right here. <laughs> That's cool. Translation. The Path of Freedom. Path the Path of, of a freedom. freedom. Okay. The Path of a Freedom. Yeah. Or just the Path of Freedom, probably. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. The Path of Freedom. Yeah, but that's what it sounds. Everyone's like, oh, shit. cool. But um, highly underrated uh, 
great fucking drummer. The vocalist is badass too. They're very thrashy, they're yeah. melodic, everything. They're, they're a good mix of everything. Um, I've even heard people don't even uh, claim them as black metal. Oh, but, wow. they, but they are. Okay. But give them a chance. That's good, man. When 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 they don't fit a mold. Yeah, when mm-hmm. they're fitting. They actually don't fit a description. That's a description, yeah. That's what like you it. want, I think. I mean, yeah, and I think that's what gravitated uh, me towards them. Yeah. But um, even my wife likes them, so. Cool, man. <laughs> that for sure, uh, you could like send me a... Yeah, yeah. Others. Hell yeah, dude. Um, all right, so we did our... Some of them, hopefully you guys know these bands, or if you don't know, check them out. Hopefully you'll enjoy some of these bands that we've talked about as underrated. Um, usually what I mean by that is like, you know, maybe a lot of people know them, but still they don't get that, that, that recognition. recognition and I call it love. I, I feel like that's what it is too. Right. I mean, um, for every band that you can say, Oh, like the, if you like, let's, let's say there's a famous band that you enjoy. There's always other options that you can enjoy as well. Exactly. And you might like them more. More than that famous band. Correct. Yeah. So that's what a lot of this stuff is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For some of the people like that. So before we start with our notable Canadian metal bands, uh, I want to start with some honorable mentions. We'll buy, you know, we'll go through these real quick. Uh, So I want to start with Protest the Hero is one of them. Yep. Uh, despised icon. Three inches of blood. blood. Those guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, they are. Unleash the archers. Another great fucking band. Hopefully, get to see them in uh, uh, late October. Oh, nice, nice. Um, Goat horn and cauldron. Now these guys are super fucking cool. Um, they're kind. Of <laughs> I don't want to say that there's really doom stoner. But with like death metal, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, okay, okay. And they kind of fit all that. They kind of combine everything together. Uh, but they're kind of like in that field, a little bit tongue in cheek. Then that's kind of what that band, Primitive Man, is. Okay. Something like that. Okay. So these guys are a little bit more tongue in cheek. They try to, you know, a little bit. The name says it all. Yeah. A lot of all, a lot, a lot of like alcohol type stuff. Going oh, okay. Um, uh, I love one of the songs. Um, they say, Waste the Wasted Warrior will be cast out of the society. Um, so it's cool. Like it's, it's called Wasted Warrior. Like, it's oh, fucking nice. cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's, they have a lot of cool uh, songs, um, albums. Uh, Goathorn broke up, then became Cauldron. And then uh, the last uh, honorable mention would be Arch Spire. Arch Spire is interesting to me because... Again, we talked about it before in the past where so, somebody decided to do the math, the algorithms, the some, whatever it's called, and they put this shit on YouTube uh-huh. where it's just called Relentless Gop- Doppelganger. Doppelganger. And it's just, it just makes its own music. It's just fucking... It's just making its own... It's fucking weird, dude. But oh, was... you heard it, right? It yeah, was... dude, I was tripping the fuck out. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> it's making its own vocals? Yeah, but they were almost like, literally like Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they got that from the song called Involuntary Doppelganger from, from let me see the name of the album, uh, from Relentless Mutation, 2017. Oh, okay. Uh, if you like technical 
fast, you know, super fast death metal, technical death metal. Technical death metal. Spires for you. Um, but because there are so many other bands that I wanted to talk about, these will be some of the honorable mentions. Uh, Still so, giving them some love. So, <laughs> so let's let's get some uh, let's get on with our actual Canadian oh, metal band. Actually, you know what? Let's not. I forgot that I wanted to talk about first. So I've been watching this show called Big Food Bucket List. On Hulu. Uh-huh. And that motherfucker, like, Tom... I forgot what his name is. Like, uh, Takio? Uh, or I forgot his name. I forgot his name. Uh-huh. He's like an Italian dude. Little little guy. Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, this... I'm going to search for, you know, stuff that's on my bucket list. And I'm going to go eat it. And blah, blah, blah. So, all right. So, first of all, you guys... I need to get myself to Canada as soon as possible <laughs> because I first I want to head over. I want to head to Toronto so I can hit up Barbarian Steakhouse because that shit looks ridiculous. I want to head over to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Is that how you say it? I forgot how to yeah, say it. Yeah, that's your. And I want to go to I want to go to Baba's because that shit looks ridiculous too. The food there. But most importantly, I want to hit up Copacabana in Ontario. <laughs> some of the food, Topa. yeah, right. <laughs> like some of the food there looks just amazing. If you guys want to check out the show, it's called uh, Big Food Bucket. Uh, Big Food Bucket List. I think it's on. Uh, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. And so yeah, I mean they have a lot of cool stuff, and it's like I, except first I was like, why is everything in Canada? But it's a Canadian show first of all, and then they do some. They go to some cities here, in the U.S. like. Cali, sometimes Houston or New York, oh, okay. but most of it is in, 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 in Canada. Most of like, if they talk about four restaurants, three of them are going to be there in Canada. Oh, okay. most of the time. So it's pretty cool. It's a really good show too. Like, I love. I don't know why I'm a dumbass. I like eating it. I like eating food and watching that show. <laughs> it's, it's enjoyable. Just, it's so weird, dude. But yeah, it's calming. It's yeah. It's like oh, this is what I can't eat. Like, <laughs> I can't go eat there, but I I'm eating. I can eat that. Steak, I can pretend. But you know, we talked about Canada. What? Canada, the great, the other great white north. north yep. You know, um, I love the whole idea of, you know, they're they're so close, but there's like such a different region. Yeah. Like it's just like it just seems like it's bizarre. Yeah, for sure. For some people. For know. some people. What are they known for? Hockey. Poutine. Poutine. I don't even... Am I saying it right? Poutine, yeah. Poutine or poutine? poutine? No, poo. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Hey, dirty man. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but yeah, there's dip cheese curds and the gravy with on the fries. That's like so... That's like such a drunk guy thing. Oh, hell yeah. You guys dude. are fucking geniuses for Hell yeah. Them, that's right? like one of the... I think one yeah. of the coolest fucking inventions are yeah, gravy sure. and fries. Bro. I mean, it's like... Like... That has to be a drunk guy thing. Oh, yeah. Super cool, man. Hell, yeah. You know, also known for their drinks. Known for their, again, we said hockey. Hockey. Flapjacks. Home of my favorite Maple Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. Chris, Chris Jericho, Jericho, man. So I was going to include Fozzie. But they're not really list. Canadian. Only Jericho. Just Canadian. Jericho. But, but I, I held back on this. Yeah. So I had a lot of bands on this list. And I had to hold back. But with that being said, let's start. So the first band <laughs> that I think is representative of, of Canada. Canada is definitely Maybe. Nickelback. Yeah. 
<laughs> We're just joking, guys. Yes, it yes, is not yes, nipple yes, No. So, that was uh, one of those things where I was thinking, what did I do with, uh, fuck, what was the other country that we did? Oh, um, Germany. Germany. Yeah. I think I was, like, talking about, like, uh, David Hasselhoff or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) So, I gotta, I gotta give you a little bit of a... Everyone, everyone gets the, a rib. Yeah, a little bit. So, for real, first band I think that I'd like to talk about is, uh, and of course, these are not in any specific order either. Uh, these are some of the bands that I feel, um are famous for being Canadian or people should either probably listen to them or not. A couple of them are going to be like that. For sure, first number one on the list, it's uh, Quo Vadis. Now, they haven't been active for a very long time, unfortunately. Yeah. But they're a great progressive technical death metal band. If you're looking at... um, I believe day day into night, and uh, what's the other album? So day into night and shit. What's the name of the other? Define imagination. Define imagination, man. I have the live. Uh, well, define imagine. I think it's called Define Indoctrination. Oh. And it's the Kobotis live. I mean, fucking drummer's outstanding, dude. I mean, he's like probably one of the best drummers in the world. Uh, I know people will probably fucking tell me, shut up. <laughs> but no, he's a very good fucking drummer uh, from Quovadis. So if you're looking for something heavy and you might not have heard of him, I, like, if you're if you're going to get anything from today, listen to fucking Quovadis. That's Q-U-O-V-A-D-I-S. Those are two words. Yeah. Um, of course, Moving on to the next band. Now, this one is going to be a gimme no-brainer, and I no. think we want to start off right away with it. So, who we got? Devin Townsend slash <clears throat> SYL. So, pretty much, if if you've got to know Devin, yeah, and his on his all his projects, Devin Townsend Project, Devin Townsend Band, band. etc. Yeah, and Strap Young Lad, right? So, I feel like there's such a fucking uh, for one, Devin is such a, a great musician, producer, and a person, and he had to like really kind of work for everything. You know, I think after he worked with was it Steve Vai? Steve Vai. Uh, he kind of went on his own, not knowing really what he was gonna do, probably, and yeah. kind of trying to work with the record executives, which was hilarious. If you guys haven't heard his uh, solo, his podcast his that podcast he did, is really good. He talks about you know. Was it taking a shit or something and sending it to somebody or oh to the Roadrunner Records yeah to, yeah to uh, to Monty Monty yeah yeah and because that guy he's so Weasley I could tell that Monty's like a you know he seems like he's such a a prick S O B yeah yeah but um but that was a funny story that that Devin told but yeah I mean like I said he worked his way up I think really what put him on the map that was like he might have not known it I think City. Oh, when yeah. he did Strap Me on Line, when he released City, was it 97? 97. When he released that album, I think that kind of gave him free reign to do what he wanted. Yes. And unfortunately, I know that he was going through a lot of... Uh, mental issues. Mental issues, uh, bipolar. And he even and, said, like, a lot yeah. of drug use. Uh, yeah, it was a, there was a... 
I don't know if what it was hitting the pills or the bottle or something. Um, I think it was pills. Yeah, something like that. So I got the. I gotta listen to the podcast again, but yeah, his uh, his podcast on City was fucking amazing. Like right. just hearing the the shit he legitimately went through to make yeah. this masterpiece of an album. Exactly, you know, like and when it comes to shit like that, and you know, then he did is it Ocean Machine? Ocean Machine's the shit. Yeah, and it's cool because they both coin, kind of coincide yeah. with each other. Two great albums, but yeah. two different views. Right, you know, yeah, and of his mind. The story behind that too is also oh, fucking crazy. crazy. Dude. It's so insane, dude. Yeah, like, you would think, eh, this time he took it a little bit. No. No. <laughs> no, no. Not at all. But it's cool. Like, so you're getting that. Then you get, you know, like his solo stuff, you know. I really love Accelerated Evolution. Evolution, yep. Such a fucking great album. I like uh, Deconstruction. Yeah. I mean, dude, when you're looking at everything that he's done, it's kind of, and, and I mean, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster, yeah. Right. Um, Casualties are cool. Which I didn't is, really listen to that. I, I like it. I, I, yeah, I kind of like it. You know, I'm going to try again, though, because I, I only listened... I only tried, like, twice. Oh, okay. Like, really tried. And it was twice. So I'll give it another shot. And then uh, Ziltoid. Ziltoid is a shit. You know, he One did and Ziltoid, two. yeah. And I love that he, he's, he had that dream of working with puppets and stuff, and... Yeah, speaking then, of, to yeah. another Canadian that joined yeah. him, Chris Jericho. That's right. <laughs> He's so, Captain Spectacular. Yeah. I mean, that's so, it's so interesting. And I know he even worked with Nickelback, the guy from Nickelback. Yeah, the song uh, Hear Me. That's yeah. on uh, Empath or was it? Yeah, Empath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. Like, okay. So, <clears throat> he has all that going on. I feel like all that's happening after he cleared his mind. Mind. Oh. Right. Uh, after he did... Strap Young Lad, um, the New Black. I think that was the yeah, last the one. New Black was the last one. And you know, he. I think contractually, he just wanted to finish it. Yeah, he just wanted to end it right. And I know Gene Hoagland was on there. He had a lot of great people on with, on working all the time. Yeah, I know he's been busy. He's been doing a lot of those uh, mini concerts from right. from I don't from know if he's at home, whatever. Something like that. He set set up so that he does. Everything. I think he just did what Bloodstock this. This year? Did he? Did he actually? I do think. It? I think okay. he actually did. Yeah, he did, huh? Yeah, he actually. Did. I remember him saying that he was gonna just hire a band that's gonna be over there, overseas already. He didn't want to take people with him. He wanted oh. people that were already over there, ready to rock, ready to go. I think he did, dude. Because I yeah. think I saw that he played Bloodstock. That's cool. That is. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. I mean, there, he's just like a fucking great guy, dude. And I'm glad that he's he's just at peace now with himself yeah unfortunately for some people that say that the music is lacking now or no. that it's heavy or whatever i think he's just in a different place you know he's but if you listen angry. to this last one empath it was heavy yeah it was, it was some pretty like that yeah. song he did with chad kroger was yeah, actually yeah. pretty heavy yeah like he's i feel like he's now that he knows that he appreciates that people appreciate him that he knows that yeah he's willing to explore He's willing to do heavy shit again. In fact, he was willing to do Strappy Young Lad right? again because he was like thinking, you know what, fuck it. It's for the people, it's for the fans. And, and people always, I mean, yeah. it's a, it's yeah. for us, right. it's a real big place in our heart. Like, yeah. we fell in love with that. Yeah, so. and I and I when I got to see them... Um, I got to see them at, in El Paso. Yeah. At the Sounds of the Underground. Oh, yeah, you did. I saw them at the, the when they yeah. played, I think they had just released Alien. Oh, okay. So I got to see him, but he still had full skull in and everything. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, who's that? And I'm all, yeah. ah, Damn that's it. fucking crazy and shit. Um, I got to see him in, um, in Albuquerque oh, okay. uh, a couple times. And then I got to see him in um, on 70K. 
Oh, okay. um, so one of the pictures that I think are on the website, uh, on the, the metal podcast website, uh, I took the picture and he, it was on the pool deck. It was like, oh. it was, it was, it was fucking awesome. Dude. That's badass. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say a big shout out cause I love, I love, um, brave words and bloody knuckles, the magazine and Tim and Sephora, you guys are all badass and they're super cool. Um, and that's very Canadian. You know, I love, I love the fucking, um, the writers and everything that they have there. So, big shout out to them. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we gotta keep going though, because otherwise yep. this whole episode will be we'll fucking be for Devin. <laughs> so the next one. Uh, so these next, some of, uh, I'll I'll mention who. There's gonna be a series of bands who are known as the Big Four of Canadian thrash. Thrash. Right. So first one here being Voivod. Voivod. Of course, a lot of people fucking know these guys. Being fucking strange. Telling things, you know, kind of for for shadowing stuff that's going to happen in the future with technology, technology. and shit like that. And by I mean the shit, they're pretty fucking aggressive and out there, man. So was, that album, <laughs> Killing Technology, is fucking great. I kind of always uh, made them feel. I always kind of saw them as the thrash version of Fear Factory, with yeah, the, with the whole dystopian future. Yeah, for sure. Shit, you know. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, that's so, how. I, that's why I guess I always like Voivod too. Yeah. But yeah, I, re- I mean, for me, you know, Killing Technology is Killing a great Technology. album, yep. great start there, Outer Limits. Uh, but you know, you can't you can't go wrong with them. No. Let's see. Move on to shit. Cryptopsy or Cryptopsy. Cryptopsy. So whatever, however you want. To, uh, <laughs> so these guys really kind of um, really turn from shit. What are they? Hold on, let me find it really quick. So. Super, I think, technical death metal. Yes. Um, and I mean, <laughs> vocal is Lord Worm. But I mean, I think at, at one point, I think what really, I think, changed them into what they were was when they got the drummer Flo. Uh, Flo, oh, Flo Monnier. Monnier. Uh-huh. When they got him, that was it, dude. Fucking game over, man. And that was, I mean, right up till, you know... What is it? Blasphemy made, made flesh. flesh. But I mean, once, once for me, once they did Not So Vile, that was it. Mm. That was it. Like, that was like when they went boom, boom, up, man. Not So Vile, they had, they did Whisper Supremacy. They did, what else? And and, and that's the weirdest part. When they did that, they started doing some jazz and, and, and jazz fusion elements and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. So that's when they went all weird, uh, I, which I like. And then they did, and then you'll beg. So, the best of super. us, the best of us bleed. That was a compilation album, right? Like a covers. I don't know, dude. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's called Bleed. Um, the best of us bleed. Oh, out of that one. Oh, okay. It's a it, cover. I. It's a cover album. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see it. Unless it's just a bunch of. Um, just different versions of the songs. I mean, it's not officially put in their in yeah their, in, so. their, in their history. Damn, two it? hours and nineteen minutes. <laughs> that's funny. The not so vile. That's always been a cool ass. Uh, the cover. The cover, man. Well, it's a painting, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's badass, dude. Yeah, if you look, if you want some good tech, definitely tech, death 
that's good shit. Uh, but I, you know, at one point they kind of changed their sound. So for a lot of people, their early stuff or in up to mid early two thousands and that was it. They don't go beyond that. Let's see what next. What's next? Exciter. So another band, part of the big four of thrash of can- Canadian thrash, Exciter, dude. So okay, these guys are fucking awesome. I fucking thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, especially Long Live the Labs. It's such a fucking great album. Came out in 1985. How can you not fucking love this cover art? Uh, check it out. Super fucking um, Frank, Frank Frazetta. Frazetta. Fucking yep. hardcore, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could have actually been Frazetta that did that. Probably, I'm man. not sure. I never looked into it. But for me, it was like once they did Violets and Force uh, and this one, that was it, man. I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Heavy Metal Maniac, but it's a fucking good speed, fast, you know, speed metal. Uh, I think at one point Metallica actually opened up for them. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so. Exciter, man. Great shit, dude. I for obviously further explore other stuff that they do. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then there's a... Now, this is what I've heard, <laughs> and I'm not sure if this is true or not. But the next band is no supposedly known, and I don't know, again, is this true or not? You guys, let me know. Supposedly, these guys are known as Canada's Slayer, which is Sacrifice, right? This cool band called Sacrifice. Not Sack of Rice. No, not that. <laughs> so, if you're going to, I, I, to me, 1987, Forward for Determination, Termination. for sure. And Torment and Fire, dude. Dude, they have some sick-ass album covers. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That Especially one. that uh, 198666. Is it? Oh, dude. That looks fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like a purgatory. Fuck yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, huh? Yeah. But yeah, the, I mean, for me, I think if we were going to look at it, Forward to Termination, that's it, man. Flames of Armageddon, Reanimation, Terror Strikes. The song forward to termination. I know there's some people who are more into uh, torment and fire, which is fine. Mm. Great stuff though. That was '86. So I wasn't even that far behind, you know. What's crazy is like, I like to. I would like to see and like create some sort of like bar graph or, or some sort of visual aid to show like the years that albums came out. Yeah, and dude. to see who was doing what during what years. Yep. I wonder if there's been any, like, uh, um, influencing. Influencing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there is, but I just want to see see it visually. It's pretty cool. When yeah, you that's always like cool, dude, when you yeah. can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so the next one, man, is fucking Gorguts. So a lot of people know Gorguts. Uh, actually, they may not know Gorguts. Uh, but I think, even then, I think Obscura is a... For a lot of people, it might be a difficult album to get into. It's not as easy of a tech no. a tech death album to get into. But what they were doing was, I would say, is ahead of their time for what yes. they were doing. I'm not sure if it was 97 or 98. I think 98. 98. So when they released that, I feel like there wasn't a lot of people... Um, you know, the whole technical side was kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. Atheist and Cynic were kind of doing early 90s. Death started doing it uh, later on. Yeah. The Sign of Perseverance, um, which is around this time, I guess. <clears throat> but yeah, I think I think Gorguts 
what's the other album? The I like Considered Dead. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, so I mean, if if for a lot of people, I mean, Gore Guts is a nice, and I love the cover art for Obscura. Fuck a, yeah, that uh, old dude. Uh, it's a statue. Lake. Oh yeah, a... I think it's a statue, man. So, oh, it's just the lighting that they have on it. I don't know, man. That dude looks like he's alive. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I think it's. But yeah, no, that I, <laughs> my uh, my cousin got me that shirt. Yeah. Oh he, no shit. Yeah, it was a well. I was a, always a pretty tall dude, so yeah. Luckily, um, yeah, I got to see him. I guess somewhere I forgot where. I think it was Albuquerque or Phoenix. One of the, one of the times they came down yeah. here, and he brought me that shirt, and uh, well, I all grew it. So, but yeah, <laughs> I was in school with that shirt, and people were like, "What the hell's that? <laughs> Who who's that?" Who's that old man? Yeah. So they were actually, yeah, it was on Olympic records. I'm trying to figure out if it was... I can't find it. Oh, well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I couldn't find the, the name. No. But I'll look for it later. But, ah, oh, man, come on. This next band, everybody fucking... I think these guys were fucking blasting for forever, dude. If you're talking about fucking just super straight up blast beats, hell yeah, fucking cataclysm, dude. Um, I I came to know them. Um, it wasn't in Shadows and Dust. It wasn't that album. It was the one right before, um, which was Serenity and Fire. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, where, that's the one I listened to them first. That's where yeah, when I heard them, they were always on. Uh, on different um, metal maniacs, or they're yeah. all, you know the the um, what do you call it? Like the not the commercials, like the advertisements. Oh, advertisements, uh huh. So yeah, no, no, no. Actually, it was epic. The poetry of war. That was your first. Two thousand one. That's the one I heard oh, first. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I heard. Of, I heard of uh, the first one I heard was as I slither, and then from Serenity and Fire. Hmm. So that's when I first heard them, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, and and at one point, if you look into what they're doing. Even though they're flying fucking, you know, they were like on Mach whatever, 5, Mach 2, Mach 3, Mach 1, whatever Mach is fast, <laughs> whichever, whatever gear it is, they were, they started incorporating like melody into their, uh, to their music, so yeah. they're playing fast, they're playing a little bit of melody in there, slightly melodic, I would say, but yeah, my first one was for sure Opic, the poetry, uh, epic poetry of epic war, poetry. I always recommend that one too, and as a starting point. I think it's yeah. a great starting point. Um, I think so, too. For a lot of people, um, they just have Shadows and Dust, and that's it. <laughs> and and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good album, It I is guess, a good album, dude, but, but it's kind of uh, narrow-minded. It's all right, yeah. But for sure, Cataclysm, probably one of the biggest bands yes. out there. Um, let's move on. Oh, man, these guys are so fucking heavy, dude. So, another big four of Canadian thrash. Razor. Razor. Fucking awesome. I can't say enough good things about these guys. Super heavy. I mean, super, super fucking heavy. Uh, I really enjoy the shit out of, is it Violent? Uh, let me see. Fucking Violent Restitution. Holy shit. That's a fucking great album. Hell yeah, that looks cool. Um, what's the other great album? I think it's Malicious Intent. No, no, no. Uh, Evil Invaders, dude. Uh, it's so it was so wild. The sound from like Evil Invaders came out eighty five, I believe. Um, Violet Restitution came out eighty eight. 
And in those few years, when you listen to Violent Restitution, they're just fucking on steroids, dude. And they're heavy as fuck. Like, that is a thrash fucking masterpiece, and it's like a staple. Oh, you shit. you fucking need that album, Violent Restitution. No, Violent Restitution. Oh, Violent Restitution. You fucking need it, dude. Like, put it on, and, and I dare you try not to hit anybody. Like, it's so fucking, <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. Adding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I just added it right now, goddammit. Yeah, dude. It's good I shit, think I've man. heard a song from Evil Invaders. I think it was um, Instant Death. Okay. Or Tortured Skull, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I always like that cover, too. Yeah. <laughs> she terminated. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, for this one... So they had uh, Stacy McLaren, Dave Carlo, Adam Carlo, and Rob Mills. Good shit, man. Super good. I tell you, you cannot go wrong with Violent Restitution. Yeah. But again, I'm no, not I really just literally adding. Okay, <laughs> it's not so much that I'm like talking about uh, in terms of the album, but Razor in general, they rule, dude. So good shit there. And another big four of Canadian thrash would be Annihilator. Annihilator. Uh, these guys were always been around, man. They've been playing and they've been they're grooving, but they came out actually I think the late eighties. Yeah. Um, Alice in Hell. Um, Fucking great. Never Neverland, I believe. Uh, those are like the albums uh, I love. King of the Kill. Um, set uh, no, Set the World on Fire was pretty heavy too, but. Um, let me see. In terms of the discography. King of the Kill is my favorite. I think Never Neverland First is my favorite. That came out in 1990. And then King of the Kill is my next one favorite. Never uh, Alice in Hell, another fucking classic. That's another actual thrash classic. Yes, that is a good album. Um, but I like, you know, Schizo Deluxe. I love Schizo Deluxe. It's weird. It's kind of, uh, kind of strange if you listen to like uh, let me see. Maximum Satan, that shit fucking trips me out, dude. That's it's it's funny. Uh, All for you, that fucking song, man, is a fucking. It's kind of it's kind of like a bummer, man, because it's kind of like it talks about a person, a guy who gives everything for the woman. Oh, and you know, just fucking uses them up and spit them out, pretty much. I like the fun place. Yeah, the uh, palace. Oh, dude, uh, off of Never 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 Never. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking great. That one's the one I was telling you that reminds me of like Pantera. Yeah. Um, but all for you, Waking the Fury, great album. Schizo Deluxe, uh, Suicide Society, fucking great album too. So they have, they do have a lot of great albums. For whatever reason, a lot of fucking purists or elitists. They just don't seem to they like Annihilator. Like them, I don't know why. They're, the they're vocals. They're always, well, because they're always changing. changing. Yes. They're always changing. And I think a lot of people always are like, oh, well, that's why I like Ellis and Hell. Cause, right. Because they're used to that. I and mean, then, I like... Uh, what's his name? Waters. Waters, yes. I like Jeff Waters because sometimes he does the vocals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so... King of the Kill, I believe that was him. But, I mean, he does he does vocals, too. Whenever he would do it, he did great, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, Dennis Dubow, Dubow, Dubay, I don't know how to say it. Randy Dubay. Rampage. Dubay. There's a lot of... They have a lot of good singers. Joe Comeau, I forgot. I believe... I think... Is he the one that did Pain Museum? Uh, Let me see. He went in Leech Lord. He did Annihilator. He did Overkill. 
Uh, no, he didn't do. I think I'm thinking about someone else. Anyways, um, Annihilator is a staple. I think they're probably the biggest Canadian band, uh, right next to Devin. I think. Devin, yeah, I do. <clears throat> they're so really good. These next one, this next one's gonna be a little gloomy. Yeah, very gloomy. Uh, so how do you say that? What's of Woods of Ypres. Woods of Ypres. Ypres, uh-huh. So David Gold is David Gold. Was, was the mastermind behind this band. Uh, super tragic way <laughs> really he passed. Tragic. Uh, he was a fucking genius, I think. He was. I would say that this is a very depressing... I would say... Um, almost like Agalock. In a way, borderline depressive uh, black metal sometimes in some aspects. Well, in 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 terms of, I mean, his voice, dude. His voice, yeah, <laughs> yeah, is very down. It is, but such beautiful. Oh my god! So I, I mean, for me, the album that I I think really caught my attention was Pursuit of the Sun and Allure of the Earth. Right? Yep. Um. So when they did, when he passed away. They had released uh, What's Five, What's Five, Gray Skies, and Electronic Light. That one actually, I it's think, a live album, I think. Is it? I, I don't think so. No, it was the last album they had. Oh, done. that's right. But that one really was funny because they ended up winning uh, and some award for it. Uh, oh. Uh, so it's pretty cool that they actually ended up getting an award for that. Yeah, the actually the first album I, because uh, when they came out, my dad had just passed away. Oh man. So uh, yeah. the Green album holds a. Oh, big old play. Uh, well, yeah, it's called the Green Album. What's yeah. for? Yeah. What's for? Yeah. And uh, the song that got me was I Was Buried in Mount Pleasant Cemetery. That shit got me. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but, yeah, I love that. I, I love that album. Yeah, I mean, so it's kind of weird because they have, like, this... Um, they're not super heavy. No. They're not very fast. No. But they have this melancholic sort of still in the in the vein of black metal, and yeah. David's vocals are super fucking like depressing. Depressing, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like you can hear the Cause, pain. Because even because of the way his 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 delivery is like very droney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people who would who love um, is it forty watt sun, or people who who like um, the warning or warning that band warning. Which they're kind of one oh in, yeah, yeah one in the same those two that band um, who want to explore not explore doom metal anymore but explore kind of a black metal I would I, I would I would say lightly Agalock esque Alcest a little yeah. bit too yeah for sure yeah in that vein yeah but yeah definitely great stuff there um, it's crazy because the remaining. Uh, Members, they uh, did a band with Thrawson Blast or something like that. Oh, it's a black metal band. I haven't even heard of them. Yeah, that's, I'll uh, check that out. Yeah, check it out. I'll, I'll send it to you, man. They're actually yeah. pretty badass. It's all of them except, of course, David Gold. Right. But, um, yeah, they made a black metal album uh, band. Cool. So, moving on to the next band, Into Eternity. So, Into Eternity is one of my favorites. Got to see them uh, a while back. They were touring... Um, they were touring on is it Scattering of the Ashes, I believe. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find it. Eternity. The Scattering of Ashes. I believe it's called Scattering of Ashes. Yeah, the Scattering yeah. of Ashes, man. I know that they had. I mean, I had heard them 
my first time hearing them was Dead or Dreaming. Dead or Dreaming, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they released Buried in Oblivion. Uh, and the Scattering of Ashes, when I had really, really, really gotten into the band Death, mm-hmm. when I heard the Scattering of Ashes, it was abundantly clear that they were really influenced, influenced by Death yeah. and the progressive era that Death had eventually. Yes. That eventually they did. Um, and so, man... When you saw them live, I was like, fuck yeah, that's badass. Where'd you see and, them at? Uh, at the Chicks. Was it Chicks? Ooh, damn. That was a while back, yeah. But for real, I mean, dude, the singer, they had Stu Block, mm-hmm. right? Which is, who was in Iced Earth. Iced Earth, uh-huh. Yeah. Which I think he finally, he went back. Oh, good. Uh, he went back to Into Eternity. My favorite song on uh, Scattering is uh, Severe Emotional Distress. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah! That's yeah. a. I mean, that's a fucking outstanding song. That one and nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. That's a great fucking. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, when they had, I mean, what's his name? Uh, so Tim Roth really is Roth. is is such a good. His guitars, uh, such a good dude. Stu Block, was so funny because he's like a fucking dork and he was like super antisocial. He didn't want to really talk to us or anything. Oh shit! I wanted just to get an autograph and no. just went right into the fucking bus and just like fuck that. But everyone else was cool, you know. Tim Roth, the other guitarist, the other the drummer, the bass player. They were hanging out. I had a beer with them. Really cool dudes. I had my death shirt. We're all talking, you know. Oh nice. And uh, but Stu was well, what I thought was funny because his vocals were outstanding. He's still good, man. Yeah. But what I thought was funny, he was all like, he thought he was in Mexico. He, <laughs> yeah. He thought uh, El Paso was in Mexico. Oh, so the he, typical person. That, yeah. yeah man. He mentioned something about, uh, thank you for having me. And, and uh, we've never been to Mexico. Something like that. It was pretty funny. And they're like, we're not in Mexico, man. <laughs> we're in the U.S. Like, it was pretty funny. But I mean, again, how is he supposed to know, right? But um, another great fucking band, and I man, they're an underrated band for sure, yes. dude. Into Eternity, yeah, yeah, dude. Because you don't really hear anybody mention them, like few and far between. Not anymore. Yeah. Well, even then, even when they were, yeah, even when they were popular, like I said, I yeah. I would never really hear anybody, yeah. and I would try to get people into them, and they're like, oh, dude, I don't really like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, which is fine. Cause yeah, it's all right. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So, moving on to this next band. So, look. These guys always trip me out. I love what they're doing. I love their music. I love their album art. Oh, yeah. That's the Uh, song you sent me. (laughs) If you're able to... I mean... They're called Skull Fist. Yeah. Right? Chasing the Dream. God damn it. That's a fucking epic-ass album, dude. Epic, epic, epic album. I don't know how to say it. Anymore, it's, like, no mom is it's like? yeah, no mom is. It's such a fucking great album. It for me, why I like it so much is because he's got the super high flying yeah vocals with the fucking heavy, just you know, super traditional heavy fucking metal dude. That's such a fucking cool album cover. Yeah, and so you know, I would strongly recommend starting with Chasing the Dream. However. If you're not able to get into those vocals, you might not even be able to listen to them. Yeah, you sent me a yeah. song, dude, and I yeah. thought they were so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. I think it was uh, Chasing the Dream, right? That's yeah. the one you sent me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chasing yeah. the Dream. That was a fucking badass song. But, I mean, they have that. They have, you know, they have heavier than metal. 
They have head of the pack. They have a lot of different little things going on. But you just just get chasing the dream. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. Those guys are cool dudes. I saw them doing, you know, some of the... Um, when they do interviews, they're really good. They're really cool. Down to earth. Sweethearts. Nice guys. They're not dickheads. No, nah, not at all. Some of the nicest dudes ever, man. So. Cool. Skull fist. Yeah, Makes dude. no fucking sense. No. But I love the fucking name. And like I said, when you sent me that song, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I was like... By the end, I was repeating it a couple of times. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of like... Fucking GTA shit. Uh huh. Like, like the name is like weird. Oh um, yeah, when they make up their own radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Commercials. Yeah. So next one is gonna be an obvious one. I'm actually gonna do a flipperoo here. Okay, man. So Beyond Creation. So Beyond Creation. If you're really into fucking technical death metal, this is the band for you. They're the ones that are kind of my favorite. I mean, you could go Arch Spire too, of course. Yeah. Um. But Beyond Creation is another great album, uh, great band, I'm sorry, that I think is underappreciated. And let me find the, which is the one that I had recommended. The Aura or uh, Earthbound, Earthborn Evolution? Algorithm. Algorithm. Algorithm, yeah. I mean, honestly, you can't really go wrong. Aura's good, all Earthborn. But if you really, really like... Uh, Technical death metal. This is a bad for you. It's because the other one for me, the vocals are hit or miss for Archspire. For Archspire. Yeah. And which is, I mean, not to take away anything from them um, because they're fucking flying. They're probably one of the fastest bands out there. Damn. Uh, but I think Beyond Creation has more of a total package, a better, sort of a better. Like you say, a complete package. Yeah. They're a little bit better in terms of that. I think. This next band is probably well known for a documentary that came out several years ago. Uh, the singer guitarist is known for using a fucking dildo to smack his guitar. And so <laughs> it runs around on stage with it. We're talking about Anvil. Fucking Anvil rules, dude. Fucking lips. Such a fucking funny ass dude. So, Anvil is pretty much him and the drummer, Reiner, Rob Reiner. It's just them two, man. They've been around forever. They've huh? been around forever. Since like the late 70s, early 80s, I think. Uh, so, they've been playing since the late 70s. Oh, okay. But really, Hard and Heavy came out in 81. Oh, right. Metal on Metal. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Metal on Metal is such a fucking great album, too. Uh, for me, one of the first ones that I really loved was Plugged In Permanent. Uh, uh, fucking was it Doctor Kevorkian? Doctor Kevorkian, Doctor Death. It's like fucking <laughs> cool, man. Like they have all these fucking weird quirky ass uh, songs. Dude. Um, another great song. Uh, I think I heard a song from Hope in Hell or something like that. Really? Yeah. Shit, Pounding the Pavement, another great album. <laughs> fucking Legal at Last came out last year. <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. Um, Back to Basics, another great album. But yeah, dude, these guys just keep just keep making music. They're just like they just keep pounding it out, man. That's all they are. Man. That's cool that they always incorporate the anvil. <laughs> yeah, That's one way or another. In one way or another, even yeah. with the speed of sound, the damn plate, the yeah. jet is an anvil, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then the I dump mean, trucks an anvil. Yeah, the it's funny, front dude. Loader. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of of uh, 
if you want, watch the fucking uh, documentary. Okay. If you want to shed a few tears, watch the documentary. He, he, he He's such a fucking, like, he wants to get this band going. They don't know. People are interviewed. Metallica, all these people. No one knows why these guys never took off like the way they should have. That's crazy. You know, they were getting always the shit into the stick. They don't deserve that. They, I feel like after the movie, they took off for sure. But mm-hmm. I feel like, man, they they should have exploded much more than that. Especially if you're that eccentric on stage. Oh, they're doing, weird, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, that should I mean, be... They show you the beginning. He's all waving around the fucking dildo and shit, and he's playing with it. Like, he's a cool dude. Lips is a cool dude. They're they're all good dudes. Um, and they always seem to be playing as a trio, you know? They don't really seem to have like other people. Other people come in. Yeah. So, you know, those are some of our, our, the, the list that we, that we had made for some of the notable, notables. Yeah. Obviously there's many more, there's a shitload of bands that we didn't include, but I think these are kind of the ones that are very popular. People know them. Um, you know, if I was going to say one more than the other, probably Rush is probably the, the Canadian, Canadian band. Um, you can't go wrong with Rush and no hell no, dude. <laughs> you talk about progressive. Uh, they yeah. were progressive before people even. They influenced the fuck out of everybody. Dude, so. I mean, <laughs> I feel like they even created the progressive genre, man. Like, yeah, they were out there. Yeah, there. It's yeah, for sure, dude. So, so look for our next episode. Uh, next couple episodes we're gonna have coming up. Um, man, I've, we have a lot of them lined up. That's why. And I don't know which ones to start to off. start off with. So yeah. I know for sure we're gonna do a death metal. So Manny, we did Manny listen. He, he was listening to black metal. That was an enjoyable episode. That was man. fun. <laughs> uh, so he he's like, give me something else, right? Right. So he's like, actually, he said, yeah, I've been interested in death metal. So I'm like, all right. So I created uh, I created a list of 15 songs for him to check out, uh-huh. and let's see what happens from there. Yeah, because we're excited. Like, hearing his insight with the yeah, when I was listening to that uh, black <laughs> with the black middle, yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, it's cool to hear people like that aren't into a genre and then, you know, not forced, but they're put to a test all to of listen sudden, to. Yeah, yeah, like here, Chingaleway, listen and, to this. And when he was like all about dissection, that was funny. That was cool, man. I, out of all the bands, you know, I was like, yeah, eh, I kind of figured dissection. I I figured it was Emperor, and dissection. Yes, that, that he would. Lean I lean. I was leaning more towards maybe he might like Emperor a little bit more. Yeah. But when he said dissection, I'm like, yeah. What's another not to like about? I mean, them? yeah, for sure. They're fucking amazing. So these, uh, the bands that are in the death metal uh, genre, yeah, dude, it's excuse me, yep. it's all over the place. No shit, it's all over. You seen it? Don't say yeah. anything. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. It's all over the place. So I can't wait to see what he thinks. That's gonna that. be a good reaction, yeah. dude. Honestly. So we're gonna do that episode soon, mm-hmm. and then you. Me and Manny are going to get together, and we're going to talk about our feel-good songs. Songs that make us happy. Well, prepare to be shocked. <laughs> Big time. This People, is not going to be a metal episode. No, hell that is no. not going to be a metal There's episode. There's maybe one metal song in there, yeah, and the I rest... Two. Yeah. yeah, I think I have like two, man, yeah. but for the most part, people are going to be like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Yeah, so be, be warned. Yep. Anyways, with that being said, buy the ticket. Take the ride.